in the year 2021 it seems absolutely absurd to think that there are some people that must have fallen in love in this situation where there was no technology in today's episode of the coco's love life amina and anero talk about being married for 26 years having four children meeting on a farm and how they had a long distance relationship with no phones It was at a farm in Agenebodeido State where we had both worked. I was a company's project engineer. I had just been transferred from Benin to Agenebodeido. I now worked in the fishery department. She had a friend, Jane, who was from my village and worked in the same department. The day I met Amina, she was with Jane when I stopped for a chat. Amina was smiling. She didn't even pay attention to what we were saying. The first memory I have is different. Jane and I were headed to canteen. I saw an arrow from a distance outside the canteen. But before we got there, he left. We saw him again. On our walk back to our department, Jane told me that her dad had told, had asked her to befriend him because they came from the same village. She was too shy to talk to him, but I encouraged I encourage her to. I wondered why she wasn't smiling. I saw her again with Jane at that same location the next time I saw her, and she wasn't smiling as usual. After I finished talking to Jane, I asked her, why are you always frowning? Anytime you see me, put a smile on your face. And then she smiled. I started thinking about her smile. That day, I insisted on, he insisted on paying for our lunch. I wonder why it was after my smile. I started thinking about her at the, at the time, though I had a girlfriend, Kate, in Benin. But I didn't think we were going to get married. She was Isan. Back then, people believed that Isan women were bad housewives. I was especially worried because my other siblings who married Isan women had issues in their marriages. I didn't want my marriage to be like theirs. At the end of of September 1990, Kate came visiting, and all was well until October 1st. I threw a party at my place on that day and invited my colleagues. I told the head of the fishery department that he must make sure all the women in the company came, especially Amina. I went to, my boss tricked me. He invited Jay and I to his house. When And when we got there, it was empty. We were about to leave when we saw him waving at us from the apartment opposite his. He, it was Aneru's house and he was having a party. I wanted to leave, but Jane encouraged us to stay. That day was the first time Amina and I had in-depth conversation. Kate was angry. She had been cooking and serving food. But when she noticed how close Amina and I were getting, she left the house. I didn't notice she had left till it was time to share refreshment with our guests. I took alcohol for the first time that day and danced with Aneru. As we got closer, I noticed the girl kept coming in and out, looking at us. He kissed me while we were dancing. I was angry because I didn't want to be kissed. Eventually, my friends and I left that party for another. When Kate returned to the house, we argued, we argued but brought it aside because we had another party to attend. Imagine my surprise when I saw Amina there. 
This time I was determined to make my intentions clear. I made an elaborate plan to get close to Amina Adapati. I was with my friends, Jolly and Officer. I asked Officer to dance with Amina and Jolly to dance with Kay so I could breeze in and take over dancing with Amina. Kay didn't like this, but at that point I made up my mind that Amina was going to be my wife. Well, Kate went back to Benin and Amina and I got closer. I encouraged her to come to my place so we could leave for work together. Kate came to visit me some few weeks later and saw that Amina came around often. There was an unspoken agreement to dissolve the relationship after that visit. Mid-October, I told Amina that I wanted her to be my wife. He told me he had something, to, something important to tell me and he wanted to meet at uh, the only hotel at Agenegude as at that time. I was on my way on a bike when I remember that I, he had a kiss. He had a, he had a kiss. He had kissed me without my consent. I asked the bike to, re, to turn back. We were on the way back to my house when he passed, his bike passed mine. He sent someone to my house a few minutes later to tell me to meet him at Jonathan's house. There, he told me he wanted to be, he wanted me to be his wife. I was surprised though because I wasn't expecting it. I didn't know him well enough. I asked him his age and he asked me mine. He was 27 at, as at that time and I was 23. We exchanged childhood stories and spent the rest of the day talking about our future. I asked for time to think about it, but by the end of the day, I had made up my mind to marry him because we had spent a long time together and he didn't make any move on me or talk about sex. After that day, I stopped at her department regularly to check on her. The following week, she asked me to meet her at Jonathan's place. There, she told me she had wanted that she wanted us to begin courtship, but on the condition that she would go to school. I had no issues with her going to school, but she said she wanted to finish school before getting married. She said her elder sister's husband made the same promise, and her education stopped after marriage. So, so I agreed. She asked for my school certificate because some people say they went to school but didn't. I wasn't expecting those questions. I also told him we could both get a genotype test. He was laughing but I didn't mind him. Those things were important to me. That night, my dad asked why I had been staying out later than usual so I told him of Aneru's intention to marry me. I told him I had I had not yet agreed. So he asked me to wait till the till he made inquiries about him and his family. The next day he told me I could marry Aneru. He found out that he was the son of a of the woman women leader in his club. In in December 1990, Aneru saw, saw in a newspaper for a school in Jos. Within a week, plans were made for me to move to Jos with my brother for school. 
I was shocked but happy. Before I left, Anero asked me to visit his village so I could introduce so that he could introduce me to his mother. I was so shy. I braided my hair in a style similar to what we call Bob Mali today. Bob Mali now. We called it Raskimonio. I did it to hide my face. I also wore big dark sunglasses. When I got there, she was so happy to see me. She made me sat on her lap. She gave me a name that day, Onopemeo, which means the one I like. By January, I went to school. Anneri introduced me to his friend, Lawrence, when I got to Joss. He was to make sure I was okay. During my first holiday, Anneri came to Joss to visit me and we stayed at Lawrence's place. We had a pattern. When it was time for long holiday, long holidays, I, will, he, I went to Agenebude for short holidays. Anero visited Joss. We also wrote letters to each other. This threatened our relationship. I was in Joss for three years. In 1994, I came to Benin to do my IT. Anero had moved to Lagos during this time. Lagos was safer then. Nigeria was safer then. I used to travel travel to Lagos during weekends to see him. One weekend, Anero showed up at my house where I lived with my cousin. He wanted to do a surprise introduction. I was shocked and a little angry. I wonder how my family and I were going to prepare for it, but he said he had taken care of everything. When I told my family they were confused as well, as well but Anero did great with the introduction plans. He had brought every clothes, he has bought everyone's clothes, food, everything needed to make it happen. My dad liked him, liked him, so he didn't mind the surprise. Lo, the introduction happened on Easter 1994. After this, I moved with him to Lagos. During the Christmas in 1994, we traveled to Buddha to see our family. When we returned in January, I got a call that my mom had suffered a stroke. That broke me. She sacrificed so much for me and my life, and my life was just starting to shape up. She died in January 1995. Shortly after Amina became pregnant, I was moved to Benin, where I had been transferred to. We began wedding plans. On the 7th of October 1995, we got married. In January 1996, our first child was born. It was such a scary experience. The pregnancy went past its due date by two months. The doctor had to do a caesarean session. Labor lasted up to five hours. Eventually, my baby girl arrived. She is now a woman. It was during this period that I got my first official car. Life was rosy. We lived in a three-bedroom flat. We were happy. Watching the baby grow was a learning experience for me. She would always cry whenever I was leaving the house. Sometimes I would have to dodge. She was smart and she grew fast and beautifully. Within the space of six years, we had three more kids. 
today they are all doing well. Looking back, I have no regrets about marrying Amina. She was exactly what I prayed for. I prayed for a good wife, especially after seeing all the successful marriages around me, and God brought her to me. We have small arguments, but I can't remember us fighting. We've had so much goodwill, love, and happiness. I can't, I couldn't have had a better wife. I am glad we have not had such issues. We have had disagreements over issues. I didn't like, for example, I didn't like him smoking and drinking. I felt like he was wasting a lot of money buying cigarettes and drinks. When we started dating, he promised to quit. He tried to, but he kept on relapsing. Those were the things that caused our major issues. But he also, also quick, very quick to apologize, or like me. I am glad now that he has quit finally. In September 2020, after a night of drinking and smoking, I fell ill. After running a couple of tests, the doctor said I was dehydrated and needed to take drips. It was at this point I decided to, to give up on these habits. My daughter introduced me to Mentally Aware Nigeria, and one of their counselors helped me through the first weeks of sobriety. I have been sober for a year now. Meeting Amina for me was love at first sight. I was first drawn to her beauty, but it was her personality that kept me. There is nothing I want that she doesn't possess. The way she carries herself, her organization, her cooking, and her whole management skills. I like that he's a giver. He's also generous. He's also so generous to the point that people have tried to take advantage of it. I think in the beginning we have we were favorous with uh, spending and had no investment sense. As we got older and things get tougher, got tougher, I taught him how to say no. The good thing is that he always made sure he provided for his family. When the job stopped coming, for, coming in for him, I knew I had to step up. I started my own business and sustained the family on that sustained the family on that as is, as such as I could. Things things are a lot better now. He is also he is also a good listener. The relationship I rated nine out of ten because nothing is perfect, but we've had a great life and we've been very, very happy. Um, me, I would say 10 for me. For me, 10. Well, when I think back, the positive way the negative. I look at our children and I'm glad that God helped us raise them well. They are all happy and doing well. Thank you so much for listening to Amina Nanero's story. For more stories like that of love and relationships that either sink or float, please visit our website at www.zikoko.com slash category slash ships. Thank you.